Hey, Tavan here. Thanks so much for joining me on this podcast. I'm interviewing Lauren, who's a TikTok expert. Now, this is not a short interview. This is about an hour long, but I want you to treat it like a coaching session. This was practically her giving me a coaching session on TikTok. I asked her a whole ton of questions and she gave me a lot of practical tips. And as proof, this interview was 24 hours ago. I have implemented just one tip that she's given me and I already got a potential client on TikTok where somebody actually commented on my post and said, do you do one-on-one coaching? So this is the power of actually paying attention to what you're about to hear in the next hour with all these tips. So hopefully you'll enjoy it. Take notes. You're going to get a lot of stuff out of it. And if you're watching this, walking around and you don't have notes to take, don't worry about it. She's written a full ebook about it and you'll have a chance to get it at the very end of this as well. Thanks a lot. And we'll speak to you soon. Enjoy. Hey, everybody, around here, I'm doing a podcast, the Dotcom Truths podcast, and I'm here with Lauren, who's a digital marketer and a blogger who's originally from Canada, but is a digital nomad, right? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for, yeah. thanks for being here. Yeah. Happy to be here. Happy to chat. Yeah, definitely. Um, so maybe give us a little intro about you. I mean, you're a digital nomad. You're, you're a, a crazy TikTok person who's just gone like crazy results <laughs> on that and stuff like that. Um, I know you do a little bit of affiliate marketing, blogging and stuff like that, but you seems like you're, you're very obsessed with learning stuff, learning mm-hmm. strategies and stuff like that from what I gathered. Is that, is that right? Definitely. Yeah, totally. So I got my start in the space uh, maybe five years ago. Now I was doing social media for tech startups and mm-hmm. back in the day working on Twitter and Facebook and kind of learning how to growth hack on those platforms. Yeah. And I really liked, you know, figuring out what the tech, uh, technique worked techniques were that worked and eventually you know I took what I learned on Twitter and I applied that to my Instagram and that was kind of how I started my business four years ago um so I was working on growing my own Instagram ended up you know reaching out to some businesses offering to help them manage their Instagrams ended up building the digital marketing agency out of that because any business that needs help with their Instagram, they need help with so much more. So I was always scrambling to learn as much as I could to offer as much as I could to them because, you know, I'd rather have five clients that I do a million things for than 50 that I do one. Yeah. Uh, So that was kind of, I think, where the extreme addiction to learning came from maybe. Um, And since then, yeah, you know, working in social media, you always have to be on top of the new platforms and and learning because you don't know like you know one day instagram could go the way of myspace and it's completely irrelevant and you don't want that to be your whole livelihood so yeah that's kind of what spurred everything (laughs) yeah that's awesome that's awesome so uh, i'm i i like having you on this call specifically because we're obviously part of the bundle and i actually took your course now um for some people i don't know if you've experienced it but when i told a lot of my audience we're selling 100 courses for 147 they're like number one too good to be true number mm-hmm. two too many courses right so mm-hmm. i i broke it down a little bit more in terms of how many what courses are and what are the topics and so on and there's probably about 20 of them that are presets so it's not really courses mm-hmm. and yours is actually an ebook not necessarily a course but then for me I don't mind and I prefer an ebook that actually is actionable, yeah. practical, because to me, I don't want to spend 10 hours watching videos to get to a point that I could have gotten in, in you know, in an hour, in yeah. an hour or 10 minutes, you know, yeah. like, like my time is valuable. That's where hundred courses can be overwhelming. So it's not that the courses are long. And also 
Yours was great. I really, really liked it. Oh, I really so did. So, and, and I'll tell you, do you mind if I share a little bit about my TikTok since I actually got your, sure. your thing? Yeah, totally. I would so, love that. I think this will be interesting for your audience. So I read uh, Lauren's ebook and she inspired me to be like, okay, start a, a TikTok, right? I, and I already had an account, but I did nothing with it, you know? And, um, but I'll, let me just take you through a couple of things. So first of all, I did one post. You know how you said, go on a trend, right? Go on a yeah. trend or something. <laughs> so as soon as I, I read that and I was just on YouTube and I saw a video, it went viral in Australia. And it's, it's, um, it's probably, it, well, I don't know if you have those. Do you have a magpies in, in, in Canada or? No, but I've heard of them. Yeah. Okay. They're pretty brutal. They go and like, they attack people's heads like okay. hardcore. <laughs> so there's this footage of this kid going on his little scooter and his dad filming a magpie chasing him, right? Oh my gosh. Okay. Went totally viral because the dad was taking a, the piss and laughing about it. Right, right, right. So I, I took that video and I put it on TikTok and I said, fake gurus following you around with their ads online. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, <laughs> let's just try it, you know? Right. But I, if I did probably about 10, 15 posts since I read your ebook, right? Mm -hmm. And every cool. one of them is based on the little thing that you put you know, and just trying it out, just trying yeah. random. All the different strategies. All the these different Perfect. strategies. Cause you, you put probably about, I think maybe at least eight different little bits of strategies, right? Could you share yeah. like, I guess your favorite, cause you just had a video go viral. Could you yeah, explain definitely. the psychology or the strategy that you use for that one? So, okay. I, um, I think actually my favorite strategy that is something I've never done on any other social media platform, but what works on TikTok is to have something a little bit controversial in your videos because for some reason or another, like TikTok people, it's the first social media platform where everyone is strangers watching each other's content, which, you know, it's never been like that in the past. Mm -hmm. Obviously Facebook is all your friends. Instagram is like people you follow. So you know them somewhat, whereas TikTok is majority strangers watching your content. And so because of that, like, you do tend to get more hate comments than otherwise, but really? I have come to embrace the haters. They are my friends. They push me viral. And so, you know, not that I want to inspire hate, but if you can post something slightly controversial where people think you're wrong and they might like jump to, to, to get you to say, Hey, you shouldn't have done that, but actually you haven't done anything wrong. So with my latest video, I planted a bunch of wildflowers in a, a garden in my parents' yard. And, you know, I showed this footage of the lupines in New Zealand. And I said, ah, I've always wanted to see these. I'd love to have flowers like this. And I know that people are very passionate about those flowers, that they are invasive and that they're not healthy for the environment. Um, but then in my video, I go and I plant native species. So some people, they jump on it, they see the lupines in the beginning and they, they get all riled up and they leave comments and that kind of like helps it go viral. But then in the end, people that actually continue to watch, they see, oh, she actually did the right thing. Like she didn't do anything bad. So it's kind of like playing both sides mm. of the coin by like inciting people to get them a little bit riled up, but also, you know, doing the right thing, not actually doing anything bad in your videos. Yeah. That's kind of what I've seen do the best for me personally. I had a video a few months ago, get 10 million views overnight. That was us um, crossing the U.S. Canadian border when it was closed due to COVID, but for a reason. We had we had to cross. We did not have 
any other choice, but people were very upset that we were crossing during a pandemic. Like, oh, you shouldn't travel. You, you're being irresponsible. You're spreading the plague. But you know, that was like, we had to live our life. We had to cross the border. So being able to like find some, some small controversy to add into your video, you know, obviously not everyone will have that possible, but it's something that I've seen. If, if you can figure out how to like pick it out yeah. and add it in, uh, definitely. yeah. I think it's wise how you have it because, you know, you can go controversial and be, be a bit of an ass, you know, you could be a bit of a, oh, yeah. a, a totally. and I don't, I don't like that. Like I'm, I'm not trying to portray myself as a, as a, as an ass, you know, like, no, you no, know, no, not at all. You Not know, but all. if you can find yeah. something that's polarizing, probably a better word, you know? You exactly. Know. Yeah. Just something that would get people to comment, right? Something yeah. that is interesting enough and people would feel opinionated on, I guess is the right way to put it. Um, I just watched the Social Dilemma documentary the other day yeah. kind of about how like very extreme stuff on social media goes a little bit too far and spreads a little bit too quickly. So obviously it's, I'm not promoting that. That is not what I yeah. want to share with people to do, but just to kind of like understand the way that, um, you know, people see certain things and what gets them to comment is kind of what I'm going after. Yeah. yeah that's perfect. That's perfect. How long have you been doing TikTok for now? So I joined during quarantine, uh, in April, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe six months. Yeah. That's crazy, crazy growth. Yeah. You've got it's 480 now? A 490 now. 490. Yeah, I think I'm going to hit 500 tonight. So it's pretty crazy. And I what's funny, if we were to have this conversation three days ago, you would have been at 380. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is that right? And um, yeah, I posted on my Instagram like two days ago and I was like, oh, who thinks I can get to 400 by this weekend? I, you know, I knew I had an ace in my sleeve because I had this video planned and I was like, okay, now I have, to, I have to post it. That's my only chance. And I was like, oh, can this video get me the 20 or 30 that I need? And then, you know, it's not even been 24 hours. It's already at 120. So it's pretty That's crazy. That's crazy growth. <laughs> That's crazy growth. Yeah. And I mean, I think a lot of people, maybe like you're watching this and you see, oh my God, you know, she started six months ago. I should have already started six months ago, but I meant to start a year ago. I put the TikTok app on the home screen on my phone and I was like, Lauren, you need to take this app seriously. You know, it's going to be big. It's still early days. You can get in there and get ahead of it. Um, I learned at some point last year that Facebook was spending 7 million or TikTok was spending $7 million a day on Facebook ads to try and convert the audience Jeez. to their audience. And when I heard that, I was like, okay, that's like, your evil you know this is going to be big. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. When I read that, I was like, wow, if I knew that piece of little information a year ago, I mean, I, I would have jumped. I, like, that's the type of thing you're just following. Like, okay, nobody in their right mind will spend that much money per day if this is not going to go mad. Yeah, exactly. So anyways, I did know that and I still slept on it, but it wasn't even too late. So I think for anyone watching it, you should know like, it's still like the golden age of TikTok in my eyes. Like you can yeah. gain 120,000 followers from one video overnight. Um, my first few big videos were all like 40K each. So it really mm. is just a, a game about putting as much content out as you can and testing all the different strategies, all the different formats. And yeah. then a few will work and then you learn from those. And that's why I think now like I grow a lot faster because I know, I know what videos are going to do well. I know what videos I'm good at doing. And so it's easier to figure out what to, yeah. what to produce. 
yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. great. That's great. And that's what I've kind of been, I, I kind of got from you. Like the ebook gives you a path. It was really good. Like it gave me like, okay, here is the things you can try, strategies that worked. Now mm-hmm. go and find out, your, figure out your own voice in alignment with those tips, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where it is a shortcut, you know, because all of a sudden, I, I, I'll tell you, like I posted probably a four posts on TikTok before this ebook, like, like six months ago, whatever. Um, but I, I, there was no like, what am I doing? You know, like, what's my strategy here? You know what I mean? I was just like, it's just garbage. You know what I mean? I'm just wasting my time. This is so not, it's not scientific. It's not strategic. And I I don't like wasting my time. I like to be very strategy oriented and focused. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. So that was, that was very interesting. So I've posted pretty much, I think two days, two times a day average since I've read the ebook. And everyone has a little twist. Even you might not see it from the consumer point of view, from my point of view, I'm, I'm trying to implement something that you said in the ebook, actually, you know? Um, one thing you said, uh, what is it? If you have a shorter video, but it's longer to consume than the, the time span, they would w- need mm. to re-watch it, right? So yeah. I posted a, a quote, like a long quote with a familiar face. And because the quote, the quote is just too long, you know, right. to, to read. So naturally that just got the most views so far it was 172 it's nothing but right it's okay it takes a little bit to get things going like honestly i have my whole profile i have not deleted my old original videos from when i was just learning and uh yeah if i broke 100 in my first few weeks on the platform i was like dancing around the house (laughs) so you know there's definitely a learning curve and it's it's a really different platform than any other platform everyone else is on you know creating the short short form video content is um it's really unique and i think people it takes a little while to get to get your footing but if you have the techniques and you know the tricks and how the algorithm works then um it definitely helps a lot totally totally and it's not insta perfect either which is really uh to me that's a good thing because i'm not the creative type (laughs) like you know, I, I couldn't even, I like, I don't even know what, a, I didn't even know what a preset is until a week ago. You know what I mean? Like, it's <laughs> yeah, just, it's yeah. just not my strong I mean, suit. I've been in that, like, insta perfect world for a long time now. And to be honest, I'm burnt out on it. And I think right. everyone else is, even whether you're a producer or a consumer of that kind of content. In my mind now, Instagram is like only an app about like showing off like the perfect moments of life. And why TikTok is so cool is that like half of my videos, like when I post on Instagram, I think so much about what I'm wearing and how my hair looks and every single aspect of everything has to be perfect, right? And some of my most viral TikToks, I'm like wearing a sweatshirt in my messy bedroom (laughs) or something. Like people love the relatability and they really enjoy the realness of it. And they don't expect you to be perfect, which for a lot of people, I think would hopefully help them overcome some of the barriers that they might've thought like, Oh, my life isn't perfect enough to be on Instagram. Like I can't gain an audience on there, but on TikTok, people want that. They want to see the realness. So I actually try to like take a step back and like not overproduce things. And, you know, if I, even if I want to add a filter on things, I'm like, okay, just put it up and, and let it be natural, you know, cause people like that a lot more. Yeah. That's awesome. From having, cause you've been on the platform a lot longer than me. I have still, cause I'm, I'm in the niche of affiliate marketing, make money online. That's my niche, right? Mm-hmm. Have you found many accounts in that niche, make money online business, you know, um, affiliate marketing. Have you found a lot of accounts like that? 
I haven't seen as much about affiliate marketing, but I have seen a lot on um, working online, specifically remote work, because actually right. that was one of the niches that I started in, but it's just because that's- Digital that's nomad I'm, stuff. Yeah, and like, yeah, finding jobs online, that kind of thing. Yeah, digital nomad stuff. Um, but I think that's because like, that was the kind of content that I was producing. My first video that went viral was about how I had been working remotely for the past few years and yeah. you know, sharing my tips for that. So I started um, seeking out other creators in the space. And it, it really helps because TikTok is all about people build off. Like we were talking about like the trends, right? People build off each other's video ideas. And the really cool thing is you can see someone else does a video that does really well. And it is like totally acceptable for you to go and then make that video. You know, right. you can credit them with the idea. You can give them like an inspiration tag um, or you can totally make it your own. But if you can find other people in your space that are doing good ones or say you looked at the people doing the remote work ones and you took the format that worked mm. really well but you you use affiliate marketing techniques that's kind of how you would figure out how to like do it for your own space right yeah 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 totally totally I, I think especially with covid people are interested in like any kind of online entrepreneurship that you can share um you know obviously people have been hit really hard with the job market and they're they have a lot more time on their hands. They're looking to learn new skills and maybe it's something that they wouldn't have considered before. So there's definitely space. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Is your content educational or entertainment based? Which one would you say it's more focused toward? Definitely more education based, but I try and like let people laugh while I'm doing Spice it, it up well. a bit. Um, someone gave me the nicest compliment the other day. They were like, Oh, you, like your vibes are on point, but you also teach us things too. And I was like, but, that's awesome. Like, yeah, yeah. I like that you like the style, but um, I'm actually, sh you know, sharing something that's of value to you. And I think that definitely TikTok leans into the educational value a lot more than I, like I would say, Instagram is inspirational. Okay. TikTok will teach you something, right? And so I think as much as you can, yeah, like leaning into like actually sharing actionable tips okay. that people can take or, you know, even if they can't implement them right away, they can understand. Okay. And, um, you know, always, if you're leading with value, kind of enticing them to follow along, like, Hey, look, I just, I just made this video for you. You learned so much in 20 seconds already in a minute, follow along. I'm going to show you this tomorrow. So that's kind of a good way, especially with educational content to wrap people in and bring them back. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to spend 60 seconds telling you about my business, what I do. And then I want you to give me your TikTok coaching advice on how I should use TikTok to okay. do that, okay? Sounds good. So um, I've been working online for three and a half years. The first two and a half years was really like trial and error, spent a ton of money on coaching and masterminds and high ticket courses and all that, which to me was really did not give me the value that I was hoping it will give me. And then I ended up really not having a business by the end of it. Started from scratch, read some books, got totally re- I had to unlearn and relearn. And then I really figured out that the best way to get started is to do freelance work. I have a high income skill, um, which for you will be the social media, you know, the management, whatever. Get a client, deliver to that client, build a portfolio, testimonials, confidence, raise your prices, and then figure out how to integrate more products and services with that client and add passive income, such as digital products, online courses, membership, or affiliate marketing. And that's what I do. That's what I teach. And I'm like, don't buy high ticket courses. 
focus on books, focus on um, funnel hacking from other people and get a high income mm -hmm. skill and get a client. And that's my sole focus. And um, mm -hmm. I'm at the stage where I paid off my debts and I've, I make about 3K a month in passive income now, right? So um, before I start my month, I already have passive income pays for everything. So, and that this is all in a period of a year, right? So I know my, those strategies work, right? Um, and I'm very anti the whole marketing hype, right? So my, my brand is .com truths, which is the whole point is to guide people, honestly, how to start a side or full hustle without the marketing hype. That's kind of the whole spin, the whole spiel of the whole business and what I do. Mm -hmm. So there you go. H how do I integrate that to TikTok? Yeah. I mean, I, I think it would be like breaking down the, the specific things that you have done to get to the point of earning the income and uh, creating like, you know, some videos could be a step-by-step -step process. You know, here's 10 okay. steps that you need to go out and do to get to the point where I am. Here are, um, you know, three of my favorite programs. Like if you are still, if you're earning that passive income from the affiliate programs that you're referring people to, you know, maybe you're suggesting like, here's three uh, courses that I did or three books that I read, if you're more into the books now, um, three books that I read that helped me start earning 3K a month passively. Um, so kind of like taking the, like you have the, quite a, a wide variety of stuff going yeah. on, but TikTok does really well if you like, go into like a, each video goes into like a very small hole of that. So like one video that I did was um, 10 websites to find remote work online. Right. And so that's like super niche, right? That's not something I would normally ever talk about, but because I work in the space of remote work and people were interested in remote work, that was like a, a tiny little hole that I went down for a video and that did really well, got a lot of shares, a lot of comments. So if you can like figure out how to pinpoint those, those small areas of opportunity that people when they're scrolling their feed can easily latch onto. The important thing to remember is that the thing that's really different on TikTok is every single video you make, you have to make it for strangers because you don't know that they are going to have seen your other videos. Right. So you have to make each one like consumable in its own entirety. Um, a lot of people, they have the problem where if they have a video go viral, they're their next video, they'll do like an inside joke about like some comment that they got or something about the other video. And like, you know, it might be funny to you. It might be funny on Instagram. Like if you had an audience that gets the joke, but on TikTok, that next video is never going to go viral. So the idea of like every video having its own entirety of a uh, topic helps to make sure that you always have momentum with each video. Interesting. Mm -hmm. That's very different to other platforms. So different. Yeah. Because I feel like on other platforms, you're always building off the last thing that you said and you're totally. kind of like, you're stacking things up and they all add up together. Right. But on TikTok, you have to see it as unless you do a series where it's like part one of starting your side hustle online business, you know, and then you, if that's a bigger series that you can't fit things into a minute, um, definitely, you know, doing a part one, part two, part three type series is really good for gaining followers and kind of getting people to stick around. But that's the only way that you can have videos that overlap in some way, um, because otherwise you can't count on people having seen it. Interesting. Mm -hmm. That's good tips. So really make it for strangers, make it for total cold audiences, mm -hmm. condense one topic into one video, even if you have to break down the topic 
So it's a sub, sub, sub topic. So you can fit into the one minute or even 15 seconds. Totally. Yeah. Would you say when I'm getting started, 15 seconds is better than one minute? It really depends on what you're going into. If um, I found that in like online jobs, remote work, uh, affiliate marketing in that space, people really like specifically like less of the voiceovers that I talk about in the book, less of the storytelling, more of the, you know, you hook them in with like, here's what the lifestyle can do. And then you give them like, honestly, like bullet points and like a really popular format on TikTok is like, you have a song going and you're just like pointing to the text. It's like the easiest thing to execute on. And for some reason, like consistently that performs really well. And, you know, if you started of like five, five strategies you can use to build your affiliate marketing revenue. And then you, you start with number five and you go down to one. So they're waiting for number one at the end. Right. Um, something like that, like ranked for, ranked from five to one. Anyways, you want to, you want to always try and hold them till the end of the video if you can. Yeah. Uh, people love like the listicle format. If you can apply that to a TikTok video. So think yeah. like Buzzfeed style, but on a video and then your, your value add is typically, uh, via text. Uh, voice voice or the text is better for that style i find text is better yeah um just with like a, a nice song and you can like you can be pointing and it sounds so basic but i promise it it works over and over again um and then <laughs> you know i think if more if you're you're telling your story of how you got started then that would be like a, a voiceover type video. yeah yeah interesting I find this thing so cheesy. Like, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to feel so cheesy doing that, recording myself doing it. But I think it's just worth the try, you know, just. Yeah. I mean, I think you have to like get over the hump of feeling, everyone feels uncomfortable on video to start. Like I, I know I did making the switch from like being on camera for Instagram is like, oh, whatever. Like someone's snapping the picture. That's so different. Like, but TikTok audiences, I think they, I, I'm sure you're familiar with this with your YouTube audience. Like people connect with you really nicely on YouTube because yeah. they see you on camera and they understand you and they understand your personality and they feel like they know you better. So there's that video connection that helps, right? Instagram doesn't have that. Facebook doesn't have that. TikTok does have that, which is, mm. is pretty awesome. And, you know, obviously it takes a little bit to, to get over and get used to like the goofy, fun aspects of being on camera on the platform. But once you like we talked about earlier, like embrace the fact that you don't have to be perfect. Like no yeah. one is judging you to be perfect. Everyone's just on there being themselves um, and being like very basic, normal people is, is pretty cool and kind of helps you get over the like whole camera ready aspect of it. Um, and yeah, then you just start making videos and every video gets easier. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, education or entertainment for me. I mean, obviously more in the in education really, that'll be more Absolutely. the focus. Hey. I think so. I think so. Yeah. 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 I think if you were going to go on the entertainment side, it would be more of like showing people what this has like the lifestyle that it has allowed you, but that's yeah. also like kind of still going in the uh, education direction at the end of the day. Cause you're, you're going to teach them how to have that lifestyle. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. got, I've, I've actually, I'm getting some memes made for, things to do with the online space to see if I can throw in a few memes here and there and see if that, but video memes, you know, like a yeah, video. Okay. Cool. And yeah, then see if cool. that's, yeah. See if that kind of brings a little bit of different yeah. into it. So it's not so, you know, all the time it's very like, like, you know, teaching and, you know, 
Right. Throwing so some humor. That I think would definitely apply for you. That's something I mentioned in the book is the fact that I've definitely noticed, um, especially with what you're doing with educational content, the concept of like building a teaser that's like, hey, I know how to do this. I've been doing this for X amount of years. I'm going to teach you how to do this too. That's your video. You don't teach anything. You just right. the teaser for your content. It's like the trailer for your video. Those videos do a lot better for some reason or another, rather than like often the actual educational content. Really? People. So it's not to say, you know, don't, don't give them the facts. You can't, you can't tell them you're going to teach them things and then not actually teach them. But as you're putting out the educational videos and giving them the tips and telling them the books, be sure to like constantly also be posting more of these teasers teasers that kind of help like rope people into your brand and understand what they're going to get from you. I love those that. Ones, they seem to do so well. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I've taken some notes here. It's really good. <laughs> um, okay. Now my niche is very much make money online. So if you don't mind me asking, tell me how do you actually monetize not just, I mean, TikTok, I'd like to know TikTok, but generally, how, what, how do you make a living for real with what you do? Yeah, totally. So my main monetization strategy is um, not on TikTok. <laughs> uh, I run a digital marketing agency. So we work with small and medium-sized businesses, and we have a team of several people that um, we run social media campaigns and paid social advertising campaigns um, and kind of help mostly um, e-commerce businesses grow grow their businesses online. So, you know, that's like retainer-based monthly clients. Um, and that's pretty nice to have the consistent revenue from, kind of like the freelance work you were saying that you do. Um, and then, yeah, over the years, obviously I've grown my, my Instagram and kind of developed sponsored content opportunities on there through kind of learning what I was able to accomplish with the sponsored opportunities on Instagram. As soon as I came to TikTok, as soon as I started growing my audience, I was like, okay, hey, I'm going to start pitching brands. I'm going to start getting some, some paid opportunities. And then at the same time, over the past year, I've been building my uh, blog up. So learning SEO, learning affiliate marketing for the blog. And then I feel like by the time TikTok came around, I had an understanding of how everything tied together. And when I wrote a blog post, I was, I was sharing it on Instagram. It was monetized through affiliate links. And then I was promoting it on TikTok and it was going viral on TikTok. And all of a sudden, you know, I owned the place that people were going back to. I'm, you know, they're coming to my site. I'm also getting the traffic. I'm hoping to monetize on an ads network soon. Um, so it, it really felt like everything was finally coming full circle for me. Mm. Um, but yeah, as far as TikTok goes, I, I cover a few different ways you can monetize in the, in the course, but um, definitely sponsor content is becoming a lot more of a, an opportunity. A lot of brands have been nervous to get into the space with the whole Trump ban and stuff like that recently, but they're finally getting over it, I think. And um, the doors are opening back up. And then at the same time, obviously, like I said, affiliate opportunities, like people shop on TikTok like crazy. Really? So when I first joined the platform, I saw some, it's, it's all about like, you just need to spend some time on there and watch what's working. Right. So I saw some people that I knew had some random things I bought on Amazon that just makes sense. And I realized, oh, that's a trend. People make videos about their favorite product that they bought on Amazon. And so I started making videos about my salad bowls that I liked on Amazon and my salad knife that I liked on Amazon. And I started getting like hundreds and hundreds of sales on my link 
to Amazon. So, you know, obviously Amazon, as far as affiliate networks go, does not pay very well, but it's a numbers game and there's a lot of people on TikTok. It really surprised me that people were shopping through the TikTok app that quickly. Um, so they're, they're actually out there like looking for things to buy in videos. So if, you know, if you can recommend products to them, there's hashtags out there for shop on TikTok, stuff like that. So it's, it's very cool for affiliate opportunities. Definitely more uh -huh. so for products than like the digital products. Yeah. 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 That's great. I'm glad you brought up about the hashtags. I'm going to ask you about that in a second. Mm -hmm. um, the affiliate stuff you're doing, what, what do you affiliate print on the Amazon? Mostly Amazon, just because that's been easy on TikTok because everyone, everyone shops on Amazon. Um, before, like pre-COVID, I was getting more into, my blog was more in the travel space. Since then, I've, uh, you know, shifted a bit away from that because obviously it's not the, the best time for travel right now. So before I was doing like hotel affiliates and stuff as well, um, but also like outdoor gear, um, Definitely more like product, product-based affiliate stuff. Um, trying to find, you know, low commissions. Well, no, I found some sites that, um, like we we work a lot with, uh, yeah, like outdoor gear, like Evo or Backcountry.com. I don't know if you have them in Australia, but they some of those guys are like eight to ten percent, so okay. it's not as bad as Amazon, <laughs> but um, yeah, not as good as the hotels necessarily. So interesting. Yeah. Have you ever done affiliate marketing for software? Um, I, I am an affiliate for ClickFunnels. So I have like one person that I earn affiliate stuff from ClickFunnels from just like accidental. I don't know. I've never pursued it, but, um, no, I, I haven't taken it. I haven't taken that as a, a route. Um, I've oh, definitely yeah. thought about it, but I'd never knew the, I guess I never knew the right product to pursue, if that makes sense. What do you use for your business in terms of software? Mm. Um, so mostly, uh, QuickBooks, Asana and EverHour. And I think I looked into a few of those and they didn't have, um, they didn't have an affiliate network. And your website is on Shopify, I think. Is that right? Uh, no, that's, that's WordPress. And I know that Bluehost, I know that they do have a good affiliate program. I'm actually like, they've been the bane of my existence this week. So I think I'm going to shift away from them. So I'm not going to promote them, but um, yeah, I know bloggers do well with uh, kind of like promoting the hosting networks as well. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I make 95% of my affiliates from software companies. Okay. And it pays me every single month passive. Mm -hmm. So I, once I make a sale, like ClickFunnels, the same thing. Yeah. That's how I built it up basically. So I was curious because you've got such a big audience. Now I've got, yeah. I've got a small audience, right? I've got, uh, I mean, I've got a small audience really. I've got probably like you probably, you have a hundred X more than me. Right. Um, but so then when I look at your audience, I'm like, oh my God, I could make so much money with, you know, with, but I like, think like sometimes when you have the bigger audience, it's like less strong connection, you know, when you have a small audience people know you a little bit better it's true that's a that's a huge thing that i tell people um when you're small it's not necessarily a, i mean yes if you're big it's great but if you're small you have that opportunity to build such a strong personal connection um interesting totally. but you, you yeah. haven't really done the software side hey no so i mean i'm definitely very new to affiliate marketing like like i said i only 
I only started taking, so first I made the blog in the first place because I had brand opportunities and they wanted the blog. And I was like, okay, you want a blog post? I'll put it up, right? So that was why it existed in the first place. And then we were actually living in Bali a few years ago and I started meeting some full-time bloggers that started telling me how much they were making. And I was like, what? Yeah. This is a real thing that you can make that much income from? Like It's legit hardcore. It's awesome. Legit. Yeah. It's legit so awesome. <laughs> I, I found that really motivating. And, you know, I, I like to learn all new skills. So in my free time, I've just been kind of like slowly adding it on. So we learned SEO first and then have been kind of, you know, obviously you need traffic in the first place to monetize. So first it was get get the eyeballs and then now it's been figuring out the the new monetization strategies so definitely haven't been in the affiliate world for as long but um interesting very keen on it yeah i think like i can probably separate to this conversation i'm gonna send you one software to test out if you like the software i reckon you can make easy 20 grand in affiliate commissions before the end of the year Wow, you have piqued my interest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I made I made three and a half K in tw- 24 hours from that. For, wow. Less, less, maybe 36 hours, you know. And yeah. so with this, I know you do a lot of, um, like YouTube is where you get your, your traffic from. Is that, are you doing like YouTube SEO or nah, blog this was, SEO? Or? Yeah, YouTube SEO, I, uh, it's funny because, um, it's a good question. It's funny because the, you know, when this bundle came up, I've got five online courses, okay? So um, the YouTube SEO is actually like 5% of what I do. It's not even a big deal. But okay. when I looked at all five courses that I have, when I got invited to, for the bundle, I thought, what's the shortest course that's going to give somebody the simplest value and I could give the shortest elevator pitch right away? And mm-hmm. YouTube SEO was just it because what I'm promising is I'll be able to rank you on page one of YouTube instantly on page one, right? And I guarantee it. Like I guarantee that you will upload a video within five minutes, you'll be on page one of YouTube, right? That's now, awesome. <laughs> that's, a bold, that's a bold promise, but it, yeah, it people's interest, they're just like, hang on, no way. You know what I mean? Right. But no, legit, that, that works, right? So, um, so I knew that that's just a good I'm excited book. to check it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, it's, it's good strategy for people who don't have the following that you do. Like if we're just like nobody, if we're a nobody, how do we get found? That's why YouTube SEO is great for you. Honestly, you'll probably build your channel easier with TikTok, but if you spice it up with a bit of YouTube SEO, you could do even way better. Right. Because yeah, I mean, I feel like I already understand the power of SEO on the blog. So why not also do it on totally, totally. And yeah. the power of YouTube is that because it's owned by Google, you can get up to the first, you can actually get to the first page of YouTube of Google faster with a YouTube video than you would with a blog. Yeah. So I've thought about that as well. Like a lot of our blogs that have been doing well are gear review blogs. Right. And uh, I noticed we had one that went up with videos in it, YouTube videos in it. And that one immediately started ranking. There and so go. I've been like, one of the thoughts I've had is kind of turning all of our blogs into YouTube videos and, yeah. you know, getting those to rank because if there's opportunity on the blog front, obviously, like you said, you can just jump ahead of all that with the YouTube videos. So. That's right. That's right. The other thing they can, you can look at is also if you've got the blog written and I've tested it recently. So this is so funny because your ebook was great, right? But then I like eBooks. I generally, I like eBooks. I read books all the time. 
I bought an ebook on YouTube automation literally a month before the bundle. And I paid $49 for that ebook. And it was all about YouTube automation, how to take basically text, script it, voiceover, and get a, the whole thing automated. So I started doing that for a client and made money as a freelancer that way. I've just actually sold my second client. So I make a grand per video, um, which is a great strategy. So I'm practicing on making, I'm making money on practicing already. Right. Totally. And I'll obviously do it myself too. Um, but what's good about that is if you've got the blogs already written, you can easily outsource that, yeah. um, you know, and then also because you got the TikTok, you can easily get a VA to download pieces, stitch it together and rank that video because you know what videos are doing well on TikTok already. You already have, you already know what's gone really right. well, you know, right, right, right. I know it's going to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So these are just little strategies in terms mm -hmm. of affiliate marketing though, um, like YouTube is not a main thing that I do. I, I got one sale from, from YouTube for, for that one affiliate program. But otherwise, honestly, it was just like I sent one email to my list. I've got a list of about a thousand people and posted on my Facebook a couple of times. And I got, you know, seven sales, I think. And I made three and a half grand. Nice. That's awesome. Something like that. So, and that's with my audience. So that's what I'm saying. Your audience, <laughs> you, you can make 50, you can make 20 grand before the end of the year with, I reckon. <laughs> Um, with that. So anyway, there you go. 20 K <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do a little test. We'll check, we'll check back in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll do a little test and see. Awesome. Um, tell me about the hashtags. You brought up the hashtags. This is a question I actually legitimately had. How do I yeah. choose the hashtags? Is there a, do I put many hashtags? Should I spend more time putting hashtags versus the text? What mm -hmm. do you suggest on that? Cause I've got limited space, right? On TikTok. Yeah, super limited space. It's almost like, I think the length of a tweet, like 150 characters. Literally. Um, yeah. And also, you know, even if you max it out, it kind of like infringes on your video space, right? Like yeah. the way that TikTok works is like, you've got stuff blocking the side here and then you've got stuff blocking the bottom. And the more, the longer your caption is like, the more it comes up on your video. So you're trying to get people to see you. So if your caption's too long, it also looks like you're like trying a little bit too hard and you're blocking stuff. So I try to keep it concise and I aim for like a, a very quick caption and normally like five words or seven words, like a quick sentence, something that will hopefully like incite comments. You know, it's all, it's all about getting people to engage because if you can get them to engage, you tell TikTok that the video is good and they'll show it to more people. Right. So on my wildflower one, I was like, who wants to come over when it's done? So, you know, people want to say, oh, me, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm, you know, stuff like that. Or I thought I would, uh, one of the ideas I had was, you know, scale of one to 10, how good do you think it's going to be? Or something like that. Something that they know there's something interesting in the video. First of all, they need to watch to see, and then they're going to comment based on the, almost the prompt that you give them from the caption. Uh, yeah. But yeah, super short and sweet. Unlike Instagram is like, people write diaries as captions <laughs> right now. Like, <laughs> it's out of control. Um, but no, TikTok is like, it reminds me of, you know, maybe four years ago on Instagram, people used to write these little like quick witty captions. And so that's what, that's what I try to do on there. I think that works pretty well. And then for the hashtags on Instagram, people were trying to get discovered on the hashtags. And so, you know, people were adding 30 tags to a video and it was all about as many as you could put. But on TikTok, they work completely differently. So it's it's really not about people discovering you via the hashtags. And it's more about you're telling TikTok who to show your video to. So you want to be specific, 
but you want to not go too niche because then they won't, they won't have a big enough audience to test it with. Mm. But um, typically I try to have like a couple of different sized groups and not anything over like a, a hundred million, hopefully, because once it gets too wide, it's hard to know if your video would do well. Um, but basically whenever you make any video on TikTok, they're going to test it out to a, a small group of people first. And so you want to make sure the first group of people that they put it out to is exactly who should see it. And your right. hashtag and your caption, they help you do that because every word TikTok sees, they look for, okay, we take my gardening video. If I do hashtag gardening, they will find someone that liked another video with gardening. And so they'll say, oh, Susie liked that video with gardening. She's going to like this video with gardening. They'll show her your video and you hope Susie likes the gardening because if she doesn't and she sees your video, TikTok's going to like downgrade it a bit, right? So you want to make sure who they test it with first is who should be seeing it. So a lot of people use the strategy of like, they just throw random trending tags on there, which you can go on the like homepage at any time and you can see what the top yeah. tags are for the day. And I'm sure you see on like on your FYP, sometimes there are very viral videos that have like super random hashtags on them that make no sense. FYP um, again? What's that again? Oh, the for you page. So oh yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Page. Yeah. And that's typically where, you know, successful videos are on there and TikTok shows you those. Um, so anyway, sometimes you will see a video that has gone quite viral with hashtags that have nothing to do with it. Mm. And people like, they're like, oh, I should do that. I should just jump on the trending tags. But I would say that's an anomaly and not the way that it should be done. You know, yeah. it can work sometimes, but it's not, it's not a successful way to do it. <laughs> okay, got it. How niche should it, do you have like a, a an idea on the number for the hashtags? Like if, like if I was to do affiliate marketing, obviously there's a lot of, there's a lot of posts already for that. Or if mm -hmm. I do make money online or I do whatever, something yeah. like that is very broad. But if I do affiliate marketing tips for beginners, then it's probably going to have only. Yeah. So normally I try not to add any. So when you type them all in, it shows you the size, right? And I try to have one that is at least in like a hundred thousand to a couple hundred thousand, because that would be like pretty niche. And especially for something like the affiliate marketing, that would be a really good audience to hit because whatever you're saying, it's, that's going to be pretty specific. Then I'll go for something else. That's like one to 5 million. And then if I can find one that I think is still specific and doesn't broaden it too much, but but doesn't like, yeah, take it out of the spectrum. Something that's like a five, five to 20 million range is, mm -hmm. is pretty good as well. And so anything beyond that is like over the top. You can, you can add it, you can try it. And sometimes I do, but you have to be really confident that, that that bigger bucket fits your video. Right. Yeah. yeah. Which Got sometimes it. I, I get talked to, I talk myself out of adding the bigger tags because I'm like, oh, I don't know. Maybe it just encompasses too many people and I, I'm not sure if it's the right audience. And so I think it is better to go niche than to, to go too big. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's all a matter of testing, obviously. You can, totally. Anybody listening to this should take this with a grain of salt, this advice, uh, because algorithms change, things change, and your content, the time you post, there's, there's so many variables, you yeah. know, but I think... You gave really some really solid tips, both here and also in the ebook. So um, I'm excited about that because I, I would pay 50 bucks for an ebook, but it's going to condense, you know, All like I just paid. Oh, I yeah. Just, yeah, I just paid I for YouTube. You how, many hours, how many hours I spent just scrolling, being like, aha, uh -huh, okay, so this is how it works. Like, <laughs>
<laughs> you know? Yeah. Totally. Totally. So that was great. I, I really appreciate it. And I like the bundle. Like there's a, obviously there's a hundred courses there, mm-hmm. 147 at the time of recording. It's not a two days to go to get it. It's a crazy deal. Um, yeah, so good. it really is a crazy deal. You know, like, Jesus, if I had that available three years ago, two years ago, I know. know, I feel like we started at the wrong time. Like I, I've spent tens of thousands of dollars on courses because yeah. as soon as you take your first one, you realize what you can learn. And especially if you're working in the service industry and you know, you're doing freelancing or you have clients, like any extra skills that you have, that's an, that's more money that you could be making. Right. Like uh, that's how I saw it. And I always, as it's soon as crazy. I take courses, I would go out and get a client to do it for, and I would pay the course off right away. So to get all of those courses. for Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. It's so crazy. People just don't realize all you need is a skill and go get one client and you literally make a grand or two grand or five grand. It's really, that's, it's really not more complicated than that. I, you know, I just, I mean, I'm, I just started video creation, video editing, you know, and I just made a grand in two hours, you know, like, it's just like, like people, hello, this is so unbelievably simple, not easy, not easy. Nothing is easy. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it, but it's simple. Like, yeah, I think especially like the concept of turning it into client work is this, it is the, the simplest of them because you're taking your time. And if you have a skill and you have time, you're going to make money. Whereas, you know, if, if you're using it to say like start a Shopify or um, do something else, it's a, there's a little bit more to it to make sure that you find your customers and you are successful. But the, the best way to take any of these skills and immediately start earning is to do it for other people and then also like learn it better and then do it for yourself. You know, totally. that's the best way to do it. Totally. Yeah. That's great to hear. You've got that agency going and you know, you're, you're obviously you're, you're doing exactly kind of the same thing that I'm doing really, to, but I do, I do, I build sales funnels typically is what actually what I do. Um, I build websites and sales funnels. You do the advertising and social media, which I don't, I don't actually do. So um, I do the funnels. That's what I do. Yeah. So we do a little bit of funnels, which is how we got the random click funnels affiliate, but not definitely not as much as you. Yeah. But you see, that's how I make the passive, you see, because I build every client that I get. Okay. Let's say I charge a grant for it. Even if I charge 500. Yeah. But then I make 25 bucks a month from that client for the rest of my life. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, it's super smart. You just keep adding and stacking them up. And oh, I wish we had more funnels to build. What, what's that? <laughs> I wish we had more funnels to build. Yeah, 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 yeah it's, it's really quite something. But then I add the email marketing as well because they all need email marketing. Yeah. They all totally. need a domain. They all need hosting. Some of them need online course hosting. So it's just, I just stack them up and then, you know. Super the smart, passive, yeah. The passive just builds up naturally. Um, awesome. Well, I really enjoyed it. I learned a ton already as well. It was really, really helpful. And uh, I'm practicing my TikTok. So nice. I'm counting on you to help me go viral. Okay. Yes, I'll see you on my FYP. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm practicing. Every, every video that I've done is based on at least one sentence from your ebook in some way where I'm like, let's try this. Let's do a this. Let's do a that. And I, I, I did the four part series where I said, uh, here is the four, um, um, there are four requirements to making a great affiliate program. So I said one, two, three, four, and I did a hook at the end as to what the next one will be, you know, just to test it out, you know, so just, you just have to start getting on there and trying things. Yeah. 
so many people. So I, that's the cool thing about TikTok right now is that the majority of people are not making content. Most people are just watching. So there's a lot less competition for eyeballs yeah. than yeah. on other platforms right now. And a lot of people are, they're getting stuck. Maybe they know they could do well on TikTok. They know they could start making content. Like they know there's opportunity, but they haven't started. And so all they have to do is start and they'll learn and they'll get better at it. And then they'll get a piece of the pie and they'll get a piece of those eyeballs. Yeah. And uh, there's just so much attention to be had on there right now. Anyone that gets on and tries will like almost be guaranteed to be successful. Right, right. So here's another question. You, you just brought up a good point. I'm posting, I mean, let's just, let's just do the math, right? I posted three, nine, 15, 15 posts since I read your ebook, which would have been about a week ago, two a day average. Mm -hmm. Would you say I should go harder, do six, eight posts per day? So what I tell people is do three a day when you're starting. Three? Because, okay. Yeah. Then you're kind of able to tap into, so someone did message me and they asked a good question that wasn't something I addressed in the ebook, which was, you know, what time of day should I be posting? And what I said to them is that, you know, it matters a lot less on TikTok than it does on other platforms because your mm. content lives for so long. And what matters is that TikTok knows who to show it to, not what time of day people are online. But that being said, I think there are some times you can tap into grabbing that like initial first batch of um, content engagement. And so if you do three times a day, then you can tap into morning, midday and evening, which is when people are naturally most online. So, you know, it's, it's not as overwhelming, but it will push you by doing three a day. That's what I did when I was like really in the phase of like learning and right before things got quite kicked off um it'll force you to spend more time thinking about and coming up with ideas and you'll get you'll you'll be forced to be more creative without burning out because i think if you did six or eight a day you'd be like, oh my god i can't post that many like there's no way and and honestly like if you post a lot of bad content that will not help you so yeah, yeah. Um, there's a balance definitely if you only do one a day you know maybe you won't be as involved or as in it yeah yeah totally and then as soon as you have videos start to do well, I think you can switch back to one. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the most that I've got so far is 172. Okay. So far views. Yeah. And that was a quote. I think the least that I got from everything that I've posted so far is seven, which is actually minority. Like there was just one was my first one. Okay. Uh, and then other than that, the lowest was 35. Okay. So one thing I would notice, cause I think I've seen a few of your videos is yeah. um, I would recommend staying away from the, like the graphic videos as much. I think like if you can show people your face and your personality that yeah. does really well on TikTok. Yeah. And it goes back to like, we were talking about like getting comfortable on camera and, yeah. and just like, showing up and showing who you are. But most of the videos that I see when I'm scrolling, like they aren't as much, um, like I know you said you're working on the meme format and that could work, but I haven't seen as much of that style that right? performing well. Um, my dad is actually super into TikTok. So that's something that we've worked <laughs> on together. And he comes from a background of graphic design. Okay. And so he's really good at doing like 3D animation movies. Like he used to work with Pixar and oh, he wow. knows his, his stuff on making animations. And he, you know, picked a trend that was uh, very on point and he executed on it, made a, you know, a political statement, anti Donald Trump. And he put out a great video 
but it was the animated format. And honestly, it was a few days late to the trend because you have to execute quite quickly. Um, when you see something like some of the most viral videos I've done was I saw it. I was like, I'm doing it right now. And then right. 20 minutes later, I posted a video. It was not perfect. It was not my best editing. It wasn't even my best concept, but I saw something that was doing well right then and I jumped on it. And so often that's just like you filming yourself doing something with it. Um, whereas if you're going the graphic route, I know it takes more planning and like traditional social media. Like when I work with clients, we plan out social media a month in advance. Yeah. You, you cannot do that on TikTok. Like yeah. you will be so off on all the trends. So interesting. So really pick up the phone, provide value, record it, upload it. Totally. Put yeah. The text. Yeah. I think uh, as much as you can, you know, I talk a lot in the book about sounds and how much the sounds matter on TikTok as well. You know, just constantly be like scrolling, watching, seeing what you like, seeing the styles that you think you could do, save the sounds that you like. And then when you go back and you have that idea or, you know, you figure out something that you mm. want to do, you'll have all the tools at your hands. You'll have the format that you want. You'll have a, a song already saved and you'll be able to just jump on it. And so it makes it a lot easier. Save the song. I'm not even sure I, I duplicated that. So basically if I see a video that I like and there's a song that I like, I can save that song to reuse it. Yeah, so here, I'll, I'll open it up and I'll walk you through it right now. So if you're on TikTok, yeah. um, okay, so down in the corner, there's always gonna be the song in a circle spinning around. And if you tap that, it brings you to the song page and it yeah. uh, looks like it's a little washed out, but at the top, there's gonna be an add to favorites button. Oh, I so I am always just like favoriting music because yeah. it has such a big impact on, you know, any video that you do, but especially any video that you do on TikTok. Um, and Add then, favorites. Got it. Yeah. The way that you find those is when you're on your profile, there's a little uh, favorites icon next to your profile at the top. Yeah. And yeah. Just go in there. You can see your favorite videos. So I actually, I favorite videos that I'm like, this is a easy style. I could use this format as a inspiration. Uh, you can favorite hashtags actually, if you find a hashtag that you like, or even actually an effect because TikTok has some cool like virtual reality effects. Mm. So that's an easy way to, to save those things too. Yeah, that's awesome. How do you do the split video? Cause your last video, I really liked about um, how it moves from scene to scene. How do you yeah. do the scene to scene? transitions on TikTok? Yeah, so you can do it in app. Um, it's, it's certainly simple to do it in there, but I don't find that you can have as much control. So I prefer to use an app called InShot. Uh, it's a yeah. free video editing app and it lets you just pull all of your videos in. And then typically I'll actually download the song from TikTok, pull it into InShot and then line it up. Okay. Um, so that you know, like everything is synced well. And yeah. then it's cool. Like once it's an in shot, you also like you have it for the future. So you can cut it up differently and repurpose right. it in a different way. It's your own video editing platform. Whereas if you make something in TikTok, branded. first of all, yeah, it's branded heavily when it's produced and you can't go in and make tweaks and it's not easy to repurpose on another platform. So right. something I've started doing recently is taking all my TikToks that are short enough and putting them on reels. And I'm frustrated that a lot of them I don't have without like the big TikTok logo spinning around, right? Because that doesn't look good to put on Instagram. No. So if you own the original content by editing it in the external app, which is also easier and in my opinion, a time saver, it's definitely worth it. See, the tip you just gave, like people, if, they, if people pay attention, 
This tip you've just gave could literally save somebody hundreds and hundreds of hours if you just yeah. pay attention to that one tip. Editing outside versus editing in TikTok. Yeah. In six months or in two or three years from now, when there's going to be a new app that will come out and you want to use content you've already created, there's going to be one person smart like you who'll have a library of freaking content ready to go and he's going to crush the next app. And it's going to be idiots like me who is going to not have any of that library created because we were too lazy to do it outside and just did it inside, you know? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I, for a long time only did, um, as far as video content, like stories on Instagram. And I have all these stories that have this ugly text over them and I can't reuse them in any of my videos. And so it's definitely taught me, like I film in my, in my camera app, like not, not in TikTok. I film in my camera and then I edit in InShot and then I bring it into TikTok. And it's, I know it sounds like, it sounds like extra work, but it's not. And it's gonna lead to me having better video footage and uh, like you said like the bank of it for whatever comes next you know i heard i heard youtube is working on like youtube shorts now and so it's like 60 wow. second youtube videos and they're gonna be every, you know everyone's fighting after this is like a new genre of content this, like, like, short they're fighting form. for the attention they are and people's attention spans are going down right so this short form <laughs> video content is that's what everyone wants these days and if you can all of a sudden repurpose everything to every platform first of all it's gonna save you a lot of work and it's gonna help you build your audience a lot faster so it's pretty cool talk about social dilemma they're they're yeah. they're you know since you just watched the movie yeah we're, we're starting the conversation as they say yeah. <laughs> uh, i love it that's great well this was really helpful um thanks a lot i, I think this is awesome. great there's yeah, so many golden nuggets here. You can turn this podcast into a PDF, honestly. There's so many good <laughs> tips here. But the PDF has already been made. It's your ebook. So right, it is, yeah. <laughs> you know, and a hundred other courses as well. Right. Yeah. So there you go. Awesome. Um, if people want to find you or work with you or whatever, do you like do you do coaching? Do you do other things? Do you or do you just run with you just work with companies or what's your your thing? Yeah. Um, I, so I used to be in the world of Instagram coaching actually, and then I got out of that and now I'm considering getting back into TikTok coaching. So if, if people reach out to me, it's, it's definitely something I would consider. It's okay. not a main thing right now, but maybe down the, down the road. Okay. Yeah. And I'll get your tags for Instagram and TikTok and link it all there in the bio and stuff. Sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm exploring Lauren everywhere. So exploring.lauren. Okay. Awesome. All righty. Uh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And, and uh, for having me. so you, I'm, I feel challenged to go viral on TikTok and I'm going to challenge you to make you 20K you affiliate to. commissions. Awesome. No, you're <laughs> going to do great. <laughs> awesome. All righty. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Thanks for having me. See okay. Ya. Hey, thanks so much for staying all the way to the end and listening to this podcast. Uh, I hope just like me, you got a ton of value from everything Lauren talked about. If you want to get her ebook, this is your chance. Go to coursesbundle.com and you can get not only the ebook, you can also get my course, which is YouTube SEO, how to rank on page one instantly, and a hundred other courses for a single payment of $147. So go ahead and check it out. It's coursesbundle.com. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Really appreciate your time and I'll speak to you in the next episode.